0: I want you to think back because there's a lot of parents out there that ask me about this all the time um, device technology video game addiction like all of that okay mm-hmm. so I want you to think back to when you were playing video games and it was like really excessive do you mm-hmm. remember those days yeah can you talk about what that was like like what what how much were you doing um, what was it interfering with? and do you, yeah, like you,
1: do you feel like do you feel like at one point in time you may have had a, a gaming addiction
2: um i would say a little bit yeah um i feel like um video games if if you don't uh, like if someone's not on top of you about it and you just get to like play whenever you want do whatever you want um, it can definitely affect a lot of things um it can affect your sleep schedule which is which is not good at all. You're not getting much sleep or you're sleeping throughout the day and playing all night. Um, it can affect your, your eating um, to where you're not really eating meals or you're just snacking, um, which isn't good for you either. Um, and then you're just like sitting at the screen all day uh, playing games, which also isn't good for your eyes, obviously. Um, but I feel, and it also just like, affects your social life. Um, cause you're just, you're playing on a computer. You're not going outside and hanging out with friends. You're not really hanging out with your family much. You're just sitting on the computer playing games. And, um, that definitely, that definitely affects you. Cause then you're just like, like a walk past your dad to get a snack and you'll go back to your room and you're not really saying anything. And I, I feel like it can kind of hurt those relationships um, a little bit and kind of make, th- like, make your family f- or friends feel left out. Um, cause you're playing the game so much, but, um, overall it's just, it's not very good. Um, but one thing dad always tells me is everything is okay in moderation. So like, if you play for like an hour or two a day, then like, that's cool. That's like, that's playing video games is how some people, um, like, socialize if you want to say like with their friends that have maybe moved away or or you don't really get to see much in person but you can like maybe play a game or two of call of duty with them or minecraft or whatever your forte is um just as long as it's getting um scheduled i guess like you can play for a couple hours and then you know you got to take a shower you go to bed you know stuff like that so you so you um
1: you both had some experience with lack of sleep uh, just uh, snacking, not eating properly. Yeah. Um, do you think that you even lost, you know, some of your drive to the, for sports and, and whatnot, and, and even affects your work at times?
2: Yeah. I feel like, um, it definitely, um, made me lose, uh, drive for things that I really enjoyed. Um, like, for, like, like you said, for like sports and work, those are two, uh, things definitely, um, But I feel like it also can affect your school, um, for sure, because you're you're really tired during the school day because you stayed up late playing video games. So now you're, like, sleeping through all your classes and whatnot not getting your work done. Um, And it can just make your life stressful because you're just playing games and not doing your schoolwork, and then you have to do everything the last minute. Or... um, you, you have a potential to get fired from work because you don't want to go to work cause you just want to stay home and play games. Um, so I feel like those, like it can definitely affect a lot of things in your life.
0: And so, Gino, talk a little bit about like, how did it all turn around? Because that's definitely not your situation anymore. Right? Yeah. Well,
1: and it's, and, and, bef- and before you go there really quick, I mean, you know, there was a point in time where, you know, you used to tell, you used to tell us that, well, there's, there's, YouTubers out there and video gamers out there that are oh, yeah. making millions of dollars a year. I can't wait for that money, yeah. you know, and you're getting all excited about it and, you know, and, and you're following. And in fact, I mean, you've done this and there's I mean, there's millions of kids out there, which is why these some of these guys are making this kind of money. But millions of kids out there that are maybe not even playing video games, but they're just watching other people play video games for hours yeah you know so it's not even gaming it's even video screen addiction and and whatnot Mm -hmm. as well um and then there was a point in time where you actually you talked about um you know we're gonna talk about some of the things you want to do you know moving forward in college and kind of some of your aspirations and some of your goals but um there was a period of time that you really wanted to be uh, an architect and then architectural engineering uh, as a field to go into and really looking at you know building some of these uh, games and whatnot. And that's kind of changed gears now. Yeah. So let's talk about it. So tell us about some of that and then how you did make that change. And, and now you have different goals that are not even in the same arena.
2: Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I was definitely, I definitely had a problem with that. Um, and then having a, a bonus mom that is a PhD and kind of like, was like, Hey, that's, this isn't good. Like, let's, like let's fix this um
1: that's after, a player agree right yeah <laughs>
2: you
1: know playing games
2: <laughs> um it's in a
1: song back in the day it's back in my time sorry uh, do you it's
2: know it's okay. every song ever made. <laughs> almost um but um after after changing um or after stop playing um for a long period of time um and kind of just taking a step away from it, it's kind of uh, given me the opportunity to um, like fix my sleep schedule and get a lot of sleep, especially as a teenager. And that's even even whenever people don't play video games, they still sleep a lot. Um, but it allowed me to like fix my sleep schedule and kind of get my head on straight again, um, and build that relationship back up with my with my parents and my family, um, and friends. Um, started eating the good meals again that dad makes you know the <laughs> steak and asparagus and all that stuff um and then it kind of just allowed me to like like that period of time I felt like was the like the when I was playing games a lot and stuff like that I kind of it also allowed me to like get burnt out from it um and obviously like the way I got burnt out from it wasn't it wasn't good but um, getting burnt out from it is good for me personally because it allowed me to to pursue other things that I enjoyed, um, which is like, you know, like cars going to car shows with dad and grandpa or going to the drag strip and watching all these fast cars race, you know, um, or even just um, starting to work again, like getting a job and going to work and like focusing on, um, like making money and going to school, um, and kind of doing the, the things I should have been doing. Um, and then it also allowed me to, um, kind of like be more involved with my family and with my life. Um, cause as that was happening, um, you guys were, um, were starting or, or getting, um, a couple months in with, uh, next steps that you guys were building, and kind of just like watching it grow and, and watching dad do business stuff. And, and, um, that also like kind of pushed me into, instead of wanting to sit in front of a screen all day, but being a businessman and like going and, you know, like making deals or, um, <laughs> um, you know, like, uh, kind of just like, like just watching you guys like create a business and, um, and like kind of doing your own thing, being your own boss. Like I just, I just thought that was really cool. And I was like, that's something I want to do. Or if I don't, if I don't have the opportunity to make my own business or just like, you know, being that high up guy and kind of like overseeing everything, you know, and, um, just like just watching the way like, um, a business or corporation can like runs. I just think that's kind of cool. Um,
1: I will give you one little bit of, uh, just uh, knowledge really quick when you, when you own your own business, you may be what they call the boss, but you're really, um, you're really. The slave, the slave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone really? else is your boss because you're completely <laughs> responsible for everything. To yeah. happen. So, um, um,
0: okay. So one of the things I want to put out there, Gino, cause you said like, you know, you stopped doing it and then you focused on all these other things that you talked about. But do you remember how we got you to stop doing it? Because that's another question that always comes up. is like, do we make our kids quit cold turkey? Like, do we just take it away from them? How do we do this? Yeah, so I
1: want you to talk about some of the things that you went through that, that we made you do and some things that Dr. Swayland encouraged you to do,
2: mm-hmm. um, that mom made you encourage you to do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I can I remember some of it. Um, I remember... It was, it was taken away for a week or two or, or maybe a little bit longer. Um, and that and was,
1: then, and how tough was that? Because I mean, you had this computer system that you actually, you know, you asked for all these parts for Christmas one year. And mm-hmm. so you built from scratch from just parts, your own computer, which yeah. I was really impressed by, by the way. Um, totally cool. And it was awesome. I had the red lights inside and all these things that mm-hmm. you, you know, you still have it, but um, so that had to be tough in itself.
2: Yeah, it was, it was tough. Um, I definitely, um, had those urges to like want to play, um, and, or like get on and like play with friends, you know,
1: tell us how you felt about like, what did you think about us? Like, you know, did you hate us? Were you mad at us? Were you pissed at the world? I mean, like, what did you feel? You know, I mean,
2: honestly, I was, uh, I was a little, I was upset, um, but then as the, as it started going a little bit, I was, I realized like, like this, this was a lot, like, um, like they're, they're trying to help me, um, like so guide I mean, me back on the right path.
1: I was going to say, I could hear a song, I could hear a song playing over and over again in your bedroom, you know, by one of your favorite people, Fresh Prince. Yeah. You know, parents just don't understand, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: So I remember, you know, we did, we, we actually did it kind of more gradually than that. It may have felt like we completely took it away from you, but if you remember, it was like in your room. So then we moved it to the Mm -hmm. hallway, the desk in the hallway. Yeah. And so instead of it being like in behind a closed door, actually what we started with, if you remember, was you're not allowed to be in your room with the door closed anymore. And so we, that way we could see like, how much is he actually playing? Like we were collecting data essentially. That's what we were doing. Yeah. And I remember going upstairs to check on the babies while they were sleeping or they would always wake me up because they were babies and they would cry in the middle of the night and your light would still be on. It's like two in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we like, yeah, it was like, well, there's something going on here. Why is why is light on? Mm -hmm. So it was you're not allowed to be in there with the door closed anymore, even when you're sleeping at night. You remember when we started saying that to you? That was part of that. And then after we got the data we needed to like really understand what was going on with you, because if we came and asked you about it, we would never get a straight answer, right? No. Hey, do you know what time did you go to bed last night? Hey, you know, and you were finding ways to just lie to us essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And so then we moved it from your room to the uh, hallway desk. Mm-hmm. And so it was way out in the open. But then we kind of figured out that you were still finding ways to play really late at night, and so, but it was more structured that way. Because I don't know if you remember this, but I said, look, you can still play your video games, but like these things have to get done first, and then yeah. you can have it. Mm-hmm. So you have to come to me and tell me when these things have been finished, and then we can allow you to go on there.
1: Well, there were times that you were also doing your homework on your computer, but you really had – and you may have been doing your homework to some degree, but you also had – the gamers you were watching also playing at the same time, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. And I'd walk past and I'm like, this is not homework. I know you're not doing homework right now.
1: (laughs) Fucking real quick back and forth. Yeah.
0: And then it got to the point where after we like made those gradual changes and got you kind of out of that environment of isolation in a dark room with the door closed. And then we still saw what a problem it was. That's when we decided actually to just cut off all access because we knew at that point, that was the only thing that was going to help you, like, detox from it.
1: Mm-hmm. And also, one thing that I have never done very well that I really want to really kind of force myself to do, but one thing that uh, MK made you do was she made you do something at night before you went to bed, which would kind of help you go to bed also, what she make you do. Or not really make you, but what she encouraged you to do, I should say, because she didn't make you do it. but.
2: Um reading and writing in a journal what are the, the things. So what did that do for you? Um, it helped me. I'll, um, like just, it was kind of cool too. Cause I feel like I was writing a book about myself. <laughs> so I just like, I would write down, um, like what I did that day. Um, goals I had. Um, and then also kind of just like a mini prayer at the very end. Um, so that's what I would write in there. Um, And then I would also uh, read a little bit. And then um, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, read in bed, but it, like, makes you so tired. And so then you just, like, fall asleep. Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right, so we're um, we're kind of getting – running short on time. So I wanted to just really quick tell us about – I'm going to go to two different ways. Tell us some things that kids really struggle with in high school, things that parents really should know about. Um, we've talked about some of these things probably on, on previous uh, episodes and whatnot, um, but of course you're not watching these, but um, what are some things that you think kids really struggle with in high school?
2: Um, I feel like it is um, being accepted by other people and also um, like phones is something I feel like, or like technology, because we have laptops too. Um, to do work on, but I feel like those are kind of the two things that people struggle with. Um,
0: what about phones and technology? Is the struggle?
2: You know, like people are um, always on their phone in class, um, and a lot of a lot of teachers these days um, in high school, they, I mean, they just like, like you know, like when you watch the old shows with teachers, they're like, put your phone away, you know, like and like hit them <laughs> with the ruler, you know. <laughs> but now oh, yeah, with uh, up, okay, your phone back yeah. in the day
0: when you could hit a kid with a ruler, there was no such thing as a cell phone. But yeah, but you good, you know. good, good example. i um, <laughs> watching
1: too much saved by the bell. I
2: know.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but like people are always on their phone. Um, and like not really focusing, like there's obviously like kids that focus. And then when they're done, they get on their phone. Um,
1: so what about, you know, I know one thing that, um, you've always complained about and whatnot and, and even had, uh, you know, some struggles even at one point in time, but you used to come home all the time. And, and first thing you had to do is go to the bathroom. i like, Gina, why don't you ever use the bathroom at school?
2: Oh, the bathrooms are terrible at school. Why? Like they always smell so bad. They're always so dirty. And there's always people just hanging out in the bathroom. And it, it was, it just, it's awful. There's always like, graffiti on the walls like people drawing on it and sharpie and and there's like never any toilet paper in there so even if you wanted to go you couldn't
1: but the one specific thing you used to always tell me is that you couldn't stand going in there because it smelled
2: so bad because people would do what oh people would vape in the bathroom yes yes vape
1: non-stop in the bathroom right
2: yeah it'd smell like a fruity uh ashtray it? no it would smell like a fruity uh um junkyard it was it's was not like a junkyard with like f- citrus fruit spe- spray
1: so what are some other things
2: is there you know
1: you know we've talked about before is there sexting going on are there you know other things that you know self-harming can, i think
0: self-harming, about kids you know? who
2: self-harm um yeah i mean you definitely see some kids that you can kind of tell they like self-harm um and I mean, it's, there's, de- there's definitely a lot of kids that, um, sexed for sure. Um, especially with all of the, all the, ty- all the types of social media nowadays. Um, so have you ever had, a,
1: have you ever been sent as sex by a girl? Yes. And what was the first time or what grade were
2: you in the first time that happened? Um, I think I was in eighth grade. Eighth grade? Yeah. Not even before that? Um, I don't think so. Oh.
0: You remember fifth grade, don't you? Yeah, I
1: remember fifth grade. Remember, you had some some girls send you a picture.
2: Oh, I don't even remember that. Um, but I'm. Um, I mean, I like pretty much all the kids I grew up with in elementary school had phones, so I'm sure.
0: So, I mean, let's be very clear here. This isn't anything like you prompted or asked for. It's just the way that some. Girl chose to relate to you and likes and chose on her own to do this, right? Yeah. In fifth grade, eighth grade, whatever you were talking about. Yeah. And so, why do you think that happened?
2: Um, I honestly don't know how to answer that. So why let's talk about this. Why do you
0: think kids think that's okay to do?
2: Oh, um, I don't, I don't know. There's, um. There's definitely girls and guys that, out of nowhere, just like.
1: Have, have you ever somebody. had a Have you ever had a friend that wanted to show you something that somebody sent to them or whatnot?
2: Oh, the, yeah. There's definitely those types of people, too. Um, I mean, I guess it's I don't I don't know why people do it. Like, I don't know what like what drives someone to send an unsolicited, like or, or, or like out of nowhere, just send you something, um, but. There's definitely I've definitely had friends that would like um, keep the picture, you know, and think and, it's funny. Yeah, think it's funny cool. or show somebody else or.
0: And yeah. so, if if we didn't talk to you about these things, like how would you figure it out? How would you make sense of it all?
2: How would I make sense of what?
0: Like, what would you do with it? Like, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, like, in the walls of your high school, right? We're talking yeah. about self-harming, drugs, sexting, video game addictions. I mean, we're talking about so much stuff right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you cope with it all? Like, if, if we weren't here for you to talk to, because I know we talk to you about this stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Let's say we weren't those kind of parents. How would you deal with it? Like, how are other kids having to deal with this kind of stuff?
2: Um, I don't I there's definitely some kids that like hang out with their, like, or at their friend's house a lot. And maybe that's like one way they, um, they kind of like stay grounded, I guess, is by other people's parents. Cause other people's parents can definitely be a role model for people that, ha- that even have parents. Um, but I don't, I, I mean, whenever, like, if you guys did not talk to me about this stuff, then, I honestly, I don't know what I would do. Um, I mean, I feel like the people that their parents don't talk to them, I feel like they definitely um, have, um, and not all of them, but I, I'm sure there's some that have one kind of, the, like have one of those things going on. Um, and I mean, I guess some of them can talk to their counselor um, to kind of like figure out what, they should do or whatnot but other than that i don't i don't know
0: and i mean i just want to put it out there like we come to you right it's you'll come to us sometimes but we come to you just as much Mm -hmm. with like hey do you know about this like or i just you know i I think on today's episode we need to talk about this and then we're like gino so (laughs) this is the topic that we're going to (laughs) talk about today and how is it affecting you and what do you know about it right we always come to you whenever we realize, like, you actually haven't come to us on that topic, but we know it's a real thing in the real world, and so we need to make sure we touch base with you on that.
2: Yeah. Does
0: that make you uncomfortable?
2: Um, No. <laughs> okay,
0: good.
1: Well, and, and I you know I will, I will say that um, I think mean, there's a lot of times that you're really kind of scared to even come to us with some of this stuff because you don't want to... Disappoint because you're definitely one that, that seeks approval and whatnot you definitely have a big heart and mm-hmm. you really care what people think especially us so i think there's been some times where it's been really hard for you to come to us and uh if we haven't had come to you it could have been something that continued on or that could have became a problem and, and whatnot would you agree
2: yeah i definitely agree
1: so um and and i think the response you get a lot of times um You know it's also a key factor as well you don't you don't ever take I don't think you ever see me really taken by surprise on some things Um, and and there's a different way that we handle things that can kind of help but even though you may not like it so um, one more thing I want to talk about really quick because I think this is something that at least half the kids out there in your school deal with um, and sometimes it can be not so bad thing. It can be a good thing. Um, but you're a part of a, a very big blended family, right? Yes. Um, so you've got a, an awesome bonus mom over here. Um, you've got a, uh, a great bonus dad at your mom's house. Um, before we kind of talk about that a little bit more, I do want to know so who's your favorite mom or dad? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. Um, I already know the answer. Oh my God. Just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, but anyway, so um, your 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 mom and I have always really gotten gotten along very well. We've always managed by exception. We've always been, you know, just uh, willing to work together, uh, and really, what's doing what's best for you. So you've had kind of a week on, week off schedule for the most part ever since you were very very young Mm -hmm. um and there were times you were at our house more there were times that you may be spending a little more time at your mom's house you you know you were also involved in sports a lot Mm -hmm. i coached you so you may have spent more time with us uh due to some of those things but um what are some of the good things that you have experienced in a blended family
2: um i feel like one of the good things is uh it's kind of like two different environments um like whenever I'm at your house, it's like a bunch of little toddlers and little kids <laughs> screaming and running around all day. And then whenever I go to mom's house, it's uh, girl drama with my two teenage younger sisters and cheerleading and all that stuff. And they're a little more country over there. Um, so I feel <laughs> like it's uh, it's, uh Definitely two to this spectrum. Yeah, definitely. You definitely have more country and then more like definitely like city, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, that's cool and uh you know it's you know you've got besides all the extra gifts at christmas time you've got multiple christmases with different grandparents Mm -hmm. from all different sides and birthdays and all that um you know i know that you know you you do have younger siblings even even on your mom's side you've got younger siblings but even on our side you've got even younger siblings Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um so you know I, i heard a one of your teammates on the tennis team yesterday, even been making a comment about younger siblings and how they're just a big pain in the butt and so annoying and whatnot. So what what are your thoughts? How do you deal with all that? Because you know, you've got an eight year old sister at our house, a three year old and an almost two year old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and sometimes you have to play, you know, big brother babysitter too. So,
2: yeah. Um, I don't, I don't see it as a bad thing. Um, I personally enjoy it. Um, at my mom's house, they're older. Um, so I can I can like, you know, play sports with them and whatnot. Um and like connect with them on that level and also like kinda like I feel like being the oldest, it gives you the the role of like being a babysitter for sure. Um and helping the parents out, but also kinda like guiding them. And like one thing we talked about like this whole episode is like like, guiding other, or, like, being that, like, peer role model, um, so it kind of, like, gives me that role of, like, I'm not mom or dad, but I can still help you, um, like, no matter what it is, um, so I, I like that role personally, um, with the two teenage sisters, like, sometimes I, I can't help you with that, but, um, (laughs) But, and then at dad's house with the, the, the little, with the babies and the eight year old sister, um, it kind of gives me a chance to like hang out with the, the little, like the little babies that like, they don't really know. Um, well at our house and they, they know a lot of stuff, man, they're smart, but, <laughs> but it gives me a chance to kind of like, just like play, um, like to play with them and also like laugh, you know, something you got to laugh at them sometimes. So, like. Um, so you love them to death definitely,
1: they can definitely be annoying sometimes yeah for, you know? they
2: can definitely be annoying but they're they're funny and all kids are annoying sometimes so just like yeah, so you know yeah for sure
1: <laughs> alright so definitely some good some good you know benefits and whatnot. not um, what are some of the some of the hard things that parents really should know about I mean you know I can tell you right now that I'm not perfect I never had been perfect so you made me sound like I'm such a great dad and I, I mean I really appreciate that um I hope you're not doing it just because you are on camera, but, um, but what are some of the, some of the things that, that are a struggle with abundant family? Cause I know there's some things that are hard mm-hmm. and whatnot.
2: Um, I feel like some struggles are, um, every kid goes through that phase. Um, even like babies, like they want to be with dad more, they want to be with mom more. Um, so I feel like that's one thing is that like, I want to stay at dad's house more uh, for a little, like I want to stay at. Like, you know, I want to stay at dad's house for a little bit longer, stay at mom's house for a little bit longer. Um, and not every kid has the luxury of having like the parents, like, um, communicating and, and being open to like, just help the kid. And so I've been very lucky. Um, I can just like, like voice, like my opinion, um, be like, I want to stay at mom's house a couple more days. All right, that's cool. I want to stay at dad's house a couple more days. All right, that's cool. Um, and I also feel like um um another struggle is uh going going back and forth can whenever you're younger can be a hassle. Um I remember like sometimes I'd have to go be at school earlier than I like than I have to be there, um, because that's the only way like my mom can take me or um you know like there's just like there's different things packing some of your stuff up yeah, that you really want stu- to have at each house yeah like packing stuff um and
1: some kids don't even have the ability to do that some kids you can't take other stuff from one person's house to the other person's house and whatnot. yeah um i know it's, it's you know just with you when you built that big huge computer tower we talked about earlier you know mm-hmm. you're packing that up with your monitor and all your cool computer stuff and
2: yeah every forth. single week you would yeah. take it
0: down put it back up
2: yeah that is definitely definitely hard um, a little bit easier now. That you
1: drive. And you can-
2: yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely easier going back and forth whenever you can drive.
0: I remember when you were 11 years old. I asked you. I said, "Tell me what the hardest thing about having divorced parents is," and you said, "It's just so annoying having to go back and forth between the two houses." Yeah, that that's like what bothered you back then.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you can definitely see that, especially as you get older. I mean, as you're when you're younger, it's not not as bad, but yeah. Anything else you can think of?
2: Not really, no.
1: So the key to parents and, and blended family situations, communication,
2: mm-hmm.
1: being flexible with the kids, thinking about more about the kids than themselves.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay. All right. So if you could leave parents and even potentially other peers out there, um, what are some of the things you just loved about high school? Things that you just you know embrace? Things you want everyone to know about? Maybe some uh, things that you actually did to help yourself get through those last four years of, of high school?
2: Um I loved playing sports, obviously. Um, that was definitely a highlight of, of my high school career was uh, playing sports and um, making friends that way and then being in band freshman year, that was that was fun, but I'm also glad I, you know, what like left. Um, um and you know just like meeting new people is always fun. Um, and then, um, I guess just like, uh, focusing on on classes and you can like using your friends to help you, um, is is definitely uh it was it was fun because you could like study together but it also helped you in your classes. Um, but that's all I can really think about was just hanging out, hanging out with your friends, playing sports and, um, you know, just like being able to, and then as you get older through high school, being able to like, yell at the freshmen a little bit. That was, that was definitely fun too.
1: All right. And so you've had, um, so your goals going to college, you definitely have goals going to college Mm -hmm. and what are, what what do you want to major in? Uh, business. Business. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know what college you're going to yet?
2: Uh, I'm applying at UT at Arlington. Okay. Um.
1: So you didn't have, well, mom over here pressuring to be a doctor. No, definitely not. So you just you took you you had your dad pressuring to be a businessman. No, no. no. I don't all. think
0: he got any pressure from us. Not at no. all. Even when he thought he was gonna like be a professional gamer, we were like, okay. Oh, let's just go with it. Just don't judge. <laughs> let's just go with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: So, what do you think that's really kind of helped you in some of your growth and whatnot as well? Just not having those pressures just
2: Um, I feel like whenever you don't have pressure to do something, I feel like it gives you more room to explore your options um for sure. Um and also like kind of gives you like you don't like they're not pressuring me to do this, so I, um, like, let you think a little more um, and kind of give, like, the best answer you you can give is whenever you're not you're not being pressured into it.
1: Awesome. So you don't have to have all the decisions right now today at 17 years old?
2: No, definitely okay. not.
1: You don't know who you're going to marry yet? No. You don't know where you're going to live? Definitely okay, not. good. Um, well, Gino, we really appreciate you just coming on here today, being open and honest. I really love having you on the show, obviously. Thank you. Um, and we're so excited for all the things you have uh, ahead of you in the future. You're going to do great things. Uh, God has great plans for you, and we know that already. Um, So thanks for joining us today for the Parent Survival Kit, and if you have uh, any questions or anything that you need at any time, you can always reach out and send us some comments, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. I want
0: to say one more thing. I just want to say congratulations, Class of 2021. You made it even through COVID. It's a pretty big And you actually get a real
2: graduation this year. Yeah. I know, but I can only bring nine people. So that's also another struggle of having a blended family, is picking <laughs> who's going to go to your graduation.
1: <laughs> All
0: right.
1: Well, when you have 15 brothers and sisters, yes, that can definitely be a challenge. Yes. All right. Sure. Thanks again for joining. We'll see you next week.